Welcome back, Seeker. Welcome back to another very special episode of the Awakening Her podcast. This is Manifestation School Day 2. Manifestation School is a live three-day event that I'm hosting on Facebook and on the podcast. And this is all about teaching you the ins and outs of how to manifest, but not just the stuff that everybody else talks about. We're talking about the secrets. We're going deep, and I'm really laying it all out here in this three-day event. So today in day two, we are talking all about the quantum, quantum alignment, quantum manifestation, quantum leaping, and a really cool and very powerful timeline exercise that I give you at the end of the episode. I know you're going to love this day two because I really go all in. I don't hold anything back and I really share with you how I teach my clients how to manifest from the quantum and how I have been able to do it. So this episode is chock filled with lots of examples from clients, from myself, and I really break it down and make it easy to understand. So before we launch into the episode, I wanted to mention that I speak about the awakening space and the new VIP levels that allow you to also work with me one-on-one while being part of the group membership. So the awakening space is a online community that gives you everything that you need for your awakening. You get access to a huge library of sacred rituals, of meditations, activations, trainings. There's also live trainings, guest speakers, manifesting moon circles, bonus workshops, and so much more. So if you're wanting me to help you through your awakening, if you're wanting me to hold your hand and show you exactly what I've done, exactly what my clients do, then I welcome you and invite you into the awakening space. So if this this is something that tingles your insides, if your little inner voice is flaring up right now, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Definitely check it out. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at any time. So without further ado, let's launch into manifestation school day two. Let's do it. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to manifestation school day two. I am so excited to be here, as I always say, and as I said yesterday, I am obsessed. So welcome, welcome. Today is going to blow your mind, move you forward, and give you lots of tools to be able to manifest in a whole different way and from a whole different angle. I can't wait to dive in. We are diving into the quantum today. So today I'm going to teach you about the quantum field, quantum manifestation, how to do it, how to quantum leap, what people are talking about or what I'm talking about when I'm talking about quantum leaping. And then also at the end today, I'm going to do a really powerful timeline exercise with you that you will forever be able to bring into your life and use later. So I'm really excited about that because this is one of those tools that... Once you have, you always have it, and you'll be so surprised when it will come in handy. So I'm really excited to bring you this tool today at the end of the live stream. Um, So my name is Talia. I am a manifestation mentor and intuitive development mentor. So I really help you to learn how to manifest. That's really, I try to like sum it up and say it different ways, but what I'm really, really passionate about is teaching you how to create change in your life because I truly believe that we can change anything that we don't want in our life. We can change anything that is uncomfortable, that isn't working. In fact, 
if things are uncomfortable or if you feel blocked or stuck, it's a clear sign that something needs to change. So not only can we change it, we are meant to change it. I truly believe that we're meant to live in love and in ease, feeling guided and feeling supported and actually achieving the things we want to achieve. We're not, we didn't come here to say, I want to do this, but I can't, or I feel like I'm meant to do this, but I can't. That's not why we came here. We didn't come here to not be creators. We actually came here to be creators. So I'm really glad that you're here because you get that, right? You get on a deep level that you want to learn how to manifest because you know that that is why you came. That is part of why you came, right? To step into your purpose, to develop your intuition, to create the life that you see in your mind's eye. So I'd love to you know, hear from you and let me know, do you feel like you can create your dream life or at least something better than where you are now? I'd love to know. I'd love to just hear where you're at. If you can safely comment, if you're not driving or something, let me know because, you know, I have a hunch, the fact that you're here It means that you are a seeker. It means that most likely you're an old soul. You've been around the block, so to say, and you've come here now to do something big with your life. And when I say do something big with your life, I don't just mean like success and millions of dollars being like that type of success. When I say you came here to do something big with your life, I mean you're here to live in joy, to spread joy, to help others, to achieve the things you want, to have the life that you see in your mind's eye. I've said this many times to people, and you may have heard me talk about this, but the things that you desire are meant for you. I've never been in a session with someone talking to their spirit guides or in connection with my own guides, and I hear them say like, oh, that thing you want, it's not actually meant for you. Never, never once. There are times when people want a bunch of money because they think it will make them whole. And your spirit team goes, you can have the money, but you're going to find that it doesn't make you whole. So we're going to offer you healing, but nothing that you desire is outside of what you can create. And I truly, truly know and believe that. So I am here to teach you how to bring this into physical reality, how to make the changes in your life. So if you don't know me, as I mentioned, my name is Talia and I'm here to help you manifest, a manifestation mentor, but I used to be nothing like what I am right now. Sure, there's parts of my personality that are probably the same, but I was very, very insecure, crippling anxiety, overwhelm, knowing in my core I was not good enough, knowing that I didn't fit in, that people weren't like me, that I was different, that I was ugly, that I was fat, that I was this, that I was that. It didn't matter. It came back to the place of I'm not good enough. And I knew that. I felt like I knew it. It wasn't just I felt not good enough. It was like I saw it everywhere. I always saw girls that were prettier and people's business that, was, that were more successful, people that weren't in back pain, people that weren't irritated with their kids snapping. <laughs> and I always felt like I wasn't good enough. So the kids, I mean, they came later on my healing journey, but there's still times where I'm like, why does everyone else seem to be able to parent so easy? And I'm sitting here like overwhelmed, you know, we all can fall into not good enough, but that is really where I've come from. That's been my entire life. 
this version of me is actually quite new. I mean, I've been at it for a bunch of years, right? But I used to not be this way. I was so insecure. I was about 55 pounds heavier. And I couldn't really function fully in life because I didn't have confidence. So that lack of confidence turned into me focusing on trying to change my body, trying to think, you know, I was always thinking if I lost weight, if I was healthy or healthy, but if I was skinnier, that's how I used to think I would be better and things would be happier and then I'd be secure. And we talked about that a bit yesterday in um, day one is about how we're trained to think if I have this, then I'm going to do this and I'll be happy, right? If I have the weight loss, then I'm going to do all the fun things and have boyfriends and whatever else I thought was important at that time, and then I'll be happy. But you realize at some point, maybe you get some extra money or you lose five pounds or you get some sort of material gain and you realize, shit, I'm still stuck in my head. I'm still stuck in my own energy. And I noticed this in my eating disorder. I lost a lot of weight in a very unhealthy way. And I noticed that I remember having this moment where I was at my work and I had to run to the post office for my work. So I literally had to like run across the road, go to the post office. And I went to go down um, over the road and I'm waiting for traffic because I had to jaywalk. <laughs> Hopefully there's no cops here ready to pounce. Um, I had to jaywalk. And so I was starting to run across the street and my pants were starting to like fall down a little bit because they were loose. And I remember going like, oh yeah, awesome. Cause this was in the eating disorder. All I cared about was losing weight. All I cared about was my body and my pants felt kind of loose. And I got to the other side of the street and I remember going like, oh, this is the best feeling in the world. And then I got over and I was waiting in line in the post office and they had this wall that was all mirrors. And I'm standing there and I made the mistake of looking over at myself. At that time, I hated mirrors, but I looked over at myself and I went, oh, you're not skinny or pretty or hot or whatever it was that I really wanted to be at that time. I was like, oh, and I could see like what I thought were like little rolls or my legs looked too big or whatever it was, right? My arm or something. And I remember looking at myself going, you're not getting anywhere. You're not like good job. <laughs> you can't feel good job. And I walked back to work like this, like, ugh. and at that point being in an eating disorder, every time I didn't feel good, I would force myself to not eat more. And I'd take pills and I would do drugs and I would drink instead. And I would do anything I could to not eat. So the part that was interesting to me is that I went from, from feeling really good, like, oh yeah, I'm getting my, you know, I'm getting my, my body. I'll read your comments in a moment. Thank you so much for commenting. And I went from feeling really good to in an instant feeling like crap back to the place where I'm not worthy and I'm disgusting and I need to hide and I need to force. And even though I was lost and even though I wasn't in my right mind, there was this part of me that noticed that, that kind of observed that and went, what? 20 minutes ago or 10 minutes ago, you were feeling proud of yourself. And now you're feeling worse than you did before. Nothing even changed. I didn't eat. I didn't nothing. I saw myself in the mirror. So the reason I'm saying all this is that we think we want a bunch of stuff, 
but really we just want to feel good. And I get that feeling from you. And I'd love to know if you can relate is that yes, you probably want stuff. You probably want a new job and some more money and maybe your body to change, whether it's healing or like getting healthier, whatever it is, we can want those physical things. But I also know that deep down, you just want to feel good. You want to feel free. You don't want to feel like you're trapped in your mind anymore and trapped in your life anymore. You don't want to feel like you have bad luck or like crappy things happen to you or you can never manifest. You can never find the one. You can never do this. You can never get ahead, right? So I'm here to help you break the cycle. I'm here to help you learn how to actually create change because I went to eating disorder counseling. I had counselors since I was like 12. I'm all about counseling, by the way, and therapy. But for me with that... It wasn't, they categorize, I'll just be quick with this and then get into the, into the meat of it, but they categorize eating disorders as a mental disorder. And this is purely my personal experience. If this doesn't resonate with you, throw it away, (laughs) please throw it away. Um, But all they were doing was trying to help me on a mental level. And what I realized is it was a spiritual problem. It was a problem with myself, meaning it was me against me. It was a disconnect. It was a non-realization of my power, a non-realization of the wholeness, a non-realization that I was source and I was one and I was whole. Even though I wanted to change things and even though I didn't feel good, I still was whole. I still was doing enough. I still at any point had the capability of turning it all around, but not when I was in the other, like being lost and being told it was just a mental thing. And I needed to talk more about my mom and I needed to like get to the root, right? I was in eating disorder counseling for about a year and a half. I never got to the root. I could blame it on my mom. I could blame it on this traumatic experience. I could blame it on being bullied. I could blame it on the media with all the skinny celebrities at that time. It was when like everyone was really skinny back in the day. I could blame it on all of that, but it came back to it being a spiritual solution, not more mind stuff. So why I'm saying this today is because you want to manifest stuff, but you also know that you want to crack into like the code of what this all is. So you can work with the energies so that for life you can thrive, you can manifest. You'll be the person that people are like, whoa, look how much you've changed in three months, six months, a year. You were just talking about that new job and there it is. You were just talking about that new car and there it is. You're going to be the person who people are like, you are so lucky. It's 222, by the way. (laughs) You are so lucky. What is your secret? And you're going to be like, I just get it. I get it now. I get what I was doing that wasn't working and I get who I want to be and how to step into it. And that beautifully brings us into today, into the quantum. So I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so excited to see what today cracks open for you. And I'm going to read here where you mentioned that you were struggling so that I can help you. And before I go into that, I want to share that if, any, if at any time during these three days, that you, you feel like you need extra support and you feel that call to go the distance. Remember, I have a membership community that is now I'm just launching VIP levels. So I've let the members know, but I've never talked about it publicly. There's VIP levels so that we can work together, even just one call a month, but I have it all the way up to three calls a month, depending on what you need. I want to be there with you. I want to help you. I want to boost you along. 
So consider that as you go about your day, if you feel that you want more support, anything from a group membership all the way up into one-to-one support, I've got you and we've got this. Feel free to reach out, ask questions, whatever you need. No pressure, no weirdness. The right people will make their way to me. But I wanted to mention that. I had a nudge. Okay, so let's look at where you are struggling. So Melissa says, struggling with leaving my job. I want a job with purpose. Yeah, you want something of meaning. You want to feel like you're making a difference and also living in your in your zone, right? Where you're excited to go to work. It's possible. I had a client yesterday. She's actually one of the VIP members. We have one call a month and that was her big thing is I can't trust myself. I can't trust myself. And so I'm going to say the same thing to you that I said to her. And it may sound backwards and you might go like, I don't know about her. I don't want to go to work on you trusting yourself. I don't want to try to fix that. I don't want to try to heal you. But what's going to have you heal that is you allowing in these other principles, you learning how this whole show works and stepping into the flow, stepping into the space the ease, source, connecting with source, connecting to your highest self. And this perfectly backs on the eating disorder thing. I was trying to fix the eating disorder, fix the eating disorder, fix the problem. And that's what most of us do. But instead, when I realized to tap into the source within, to gain practices and rituals and tools, to really tap in and find that connection and be guided then you can naturally trust yourself. So thank you, Avery, for sharing. And I hope even today you can start to trust more in life, trust more in the process because you've got this. I can feel you. You are someone who is definitely on this path and about to crack into huge things. So just remember, it's just um, another thing I said to my client yesterday is it's just old bad ideas that are causing you to not trust yourself. I don't mean that in judgment. I mean, at some point you picked up on an idea that you couldn't trust yourself, but it's just a bad idea. It's a wrong idea. It's not even true. So we'll just like let that sink in and take in the rest of the magic, connect to source, make some space for yourself and find that that trust naturally emerges. Ah, Marcy, everything you say, you're speaking on resonates so much. Good. Well, let's dive into the actual content of today. (laughs) Okay. Manifestation school day two is all about the quantum. This is like, it's so big. It's kind of like, welcome to the ball. This is huge. So today we're diving deep into the quantum. Yesterday, um, if you watch that, in pillar number three, we talked about quantum alignment. And today we're going to dive much deeper into that. So when we learn how to manifest from the quantum, we tap into unlimited potential. And I know that these are big things and people say this and you hear like unlimited potential and tap into, and it sounds so easy breezy, but I'm going to show you today how you genuinely tap into, tune into something that is so much bigger than you, so much more magical and truly has unlimited possibilities. And it's so different than the way we've been taught to do this, even manifestation, the way that most people are doing it, the way that I did it for like (laughs) the first 10 years. I shared this yesterday, but I was introduced to law of attraction when I was about 14. So I really did this for probably 10 years wrong or in a way that was just much slower. So today I'm going to share you, share with you all about what I've learned and how to do it so much faster. So when we manifest like this, we tap into unlimited potential instead of our limits. And that will, you know, 
that will make more sense as we go on. So in the quantum, we explore different versions of ourselves, right? And we're able to quantum leap by focusing our energy in this way. So if you were a part of yesterday, day one, I went through and asked you to visualize and see in your mind's eye, these different versions of yourself. And I'm going to go into that again. So when we look at these different versions of ourselves and start to tap into the versions that we want to amplify, what we focus on will expand. Law of attraction is working. So we're literally activating a new reality instead of having to work really hard to get there. We instead tap into it and allow life to bring it to us. We are still going to take action, but it comes from a much different place. So instead of looking at what do I do, right? And how do I achieve this? And what are my steps? We start focusing more deeply and more acutely on who we are being instead of what we are doing. So at first it might feel challenging and I'm going to take you through exactly how to and, you know, make it less challenging, but at first it might sound hard or might be like, what? But that's kind of like everything, right? If you started learning Spanish or learning Swahili, like at first it's like your brain's like, what? Or the first time you drive a standard instead of an automatic or the first time, you know, you ride a motorbike or you get on a regular bike or whatever, right? it's always a little foreign at first. And it's like, well, this isn't the path I'm used to. And it's easy to divert back into the path, but I'm just going to really encourage you to do what I'm telling you to do today and at least try it on. Give yourself a chance to experience some radical new results. So instead of looking at what do we do and what are the steps and how are we going to get there? We go at it from a totally different aspect. So the energy when you're embodying that version of yourself, again, we're going to like this is just the intro. So if, if some of this is like, what is she talking about? Trust me, it'll make sense. But as we start to embody that version, from that energy, we will be steered. Is that a, is that a word? doesn't really sound right. In the right direction. That, that energy will always steer you in the right direction. We'll know what actual steps you need to take where you need to go, what books to read, how to get there. You will get that. I'm not saying don't ever think about how I'm going to get there, but not don't let that be your starting point. Let what I'm going to share with you today be your starting point. So this is working from an end result instead of working from this now reality. <laughs> Hopefully I don't lose you because it definitely, I know that this makes sense to a lot of you and it's going gonna, it's gonna to go much deeper. So as I mentioned yesterday, there are many versions of yourself available. And if you weren't here yesterday or you were, just go through this really quickly with me. If you close your eyes or you get to the place where you can see something in your mind's eye or sense or feel into, I want to say, who's the version of yourself that is really productive? And for me, I can see her and she's like cleaning, doing this and phone calls and checking things off, right? What about the procrastinating version of yourself that like puts it off next Monday, right? I'm going to do that on Monday. Today's Monday. Next Monday. It's like that version of yourself. I have a version like that for sure. What about the version of yourself that is totally in faith, like believes in this, is so in faith and in trust of her own abilities and this universe? What about the version of yourself that's worried and fearful? and doesn't trust the universe, and doesn't trust yourself? What about the version of yourself that is really healthy, 
that is listening to your body, that is active and eating lots of plants and drinking lots of water. And there's a version of yourself that is sabotaging your health, that maybe drinks too much or overeats or isn't paying attention to the cues inside. There's a generous version of yourself who gives to charity and tips huge and all that. Then there's the version of yourself that hoards her money to herself, that is worried there won't be enough, that fears not being able to tip. We all have all these versions, right? This isn't just you. I have a version of myself that procrastinates or sabotages, and I have a version of myself that freaking rocks this life. So that's okay, right? And this kind of comes into shadow work. Like we all have these different versions of ourselves. We don't want to shove it away. But what we do with this when we're looking to manifest, that we realize that at any one time, so this is where this is going to sort of click into place. At any one time, we are creating and stepping into a future version of ourself. And that future version of ourself matches our current vibration. So where I am right now, I'm creating a future. And if you think of this in a non-woo way, if you're like irritated and you're walking out, maybe you even meet the new neighbor and you're like, "Ah, how's your day? Here's your cup of sugar. (laughs) Not that you're like that, but you know, the next time they see you, they're going to be like, oh, I don't know, because you've created something from the way that you were being. You created a future reality where now that person's like, I don't know what's up with them. And if the next time you see them, you're like back to your normal self and you're like, oh, sorry, I was having a bad day. Now you've created a different reality where you're no longer the irritating neighbor who's grumpy. You're now like, oh, that's just a human who had a bad day. And yeah, she's great. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, you have the power at any one time to pick who you want to be and pick what you want to create. And the reason like part of me wants to like sugarcoat this or make it like easier, but the people that make it here are ready for a big leap. So if you're ready for a big leap, this is the stuff you need to know. Not just new affirmations, not just one new meditation track. Like, yeah, cool. But you also need this. You need to know this, that right now you are creating a future version of yourself based on who you are right now. So for more concrete examples, again, if you tend to procrastinate and you continue being a procrastinator, you continue doing it. You are literally creating a future you who not only procrastinates, but has stayed stuck for a long time, that keeps getting trapped in the loop, that keeps trying to do something different and not. You, you just do. That's not being mean or being rude. And I'm not saying you're going to be that, but if you continue, you will continue. If you've ever had somebody who struggled with addiction, or maybe it's yourself, If you just keep drinking or keep doing the drugs and never make a change, you're creating a future version of yourself who's an addict or who loses, you know, their house or I don't know, whatever would happen to you. You have the power to change. So when someone says like, I'm going to rehab, they take where they were going and they make a radical right, which is now one of healing, the possibility of healing, the possibility. They step into being the person who, who gets help, who tries again, who gets therapy or whatever it is, right? Like at any one time, it's not a woo-woo, non-tangible um, principle. It's literally you are creating at any time your future. 
right? You, you really are in this moment. So another example is a good example is if you love to meditate and you simply continue meditating, you are creating a version of yourself five years down the road who is more calm, who is more centered, who is in her power, who meditates. We don't start meditate by sitting, wishing we were meditating. We start doing it, right? And, and I'm never the person to say like, just do it. That's, I know that there's a lot of things that come into play, right? There's old patterns, there's subconscious, there's traumas. And we can still be incrementally, incrementally changing, Because say you have traumas that keep holding you back and subconscious stuff that keeps holding you back. One day you could choose to get help for that, or you could continue getting help, or you could find a new mentor or a new counselor or a new coach or whatever to keep trying. You could read new books. You could take new courses on how to heal trauma. So it doesn't mean that you don't do anything about where you're at. It actually means that you do something about where you're at. So... Today, what I'm going to offer you is the most powerful and simplest thing that you can do to change the trajectory of your life to anything that's going on that you don't like and to amplify the things that you do like. So at any time, you are literally stepping into a future version of yourself. Now, what we're going to do is if it's safe to do so, if you can just take a second to close your eyes or however you visualize. Some people visualize, some people sense, feel into, see in your mind's eye, whatever it is that works for you. I want you to imagine a version of yourself in five years. And I want you to picture the best case version of yourself. So there's the procrastinating version. There's the this version, the that version, right? What is the best case scenario for five years. And I don't want you to just think like, oh, she's a millionaire. Like I want you to see her if you can. And if this is new to you, it might take a little bit of time. It definitely was more foreign at the beginning, but the more I practice now, it's like second nature. Like I can just see her, no problem. But imagine yourself in the best case scenario in five years, meaning the things you want right now, the new job, health, finances, trusting yourself, the body, the people in your life, the support, the home, the car, whatever it is, she has all that. So see her in your mind's eye, sense her. This is something that we, you know, I do this with my clients, with the membership is we'll actually do like a whole meditation around this, right? Getting in touch with her energy, sensing her mentality, the way she moves about life, her habits, her lifestyle, her home, her self-care, so many things, right? We dive really deep. This is what I do. This is the core of my work. So start to give her a face. This is what I do. I start to give her a face. I start to give her a backstory, meaning kind of like she has this people in her life and she does this and these are her habits and she's healed this, she's created this. It's like just a little more substance. Bring her to life. See yourself walking with her during the day. Like, what is she, how does she hold herself, right? What does she do? What does she spend her money on? What's her mentality around spending money? What's her mentality around her body? The way she treats people, the groceries she buys, like it's endless, right? Endless what you can get into. 
But as you start to sense her and see her, you start to feel her. So this is the beginning and then everything else just comes really easy. So if this feels amazing, I recommend you spend more time in this. When you go into a meditation, see her, bring her forward. If you do even nothing else in the meditation, just create her. Get really familiar with her, him, them, whatever you are, the version of yourself that is doing these things, that has manifested this, and and the state of being, right? The one that feels free, the one that feels confident, that feels abundant, that feels supported. Start bringing her to life. Start embodying her. And what I do is I know that is where I'm headed, I'm not headed down the road, the route of continuously procrastinating or avoiding things that are tough or not dealing with this or not healing from that. I'm the one who is stepping into my life, choosing to go somewhere. And again, I don't mean like on TEDx stages, like I'll be there, but that's not what I think of. I think of the freedom, the ease, being able to create whatever I want. That's that version of herself. She's a powerful creator. What is she wearing? What is she doing? Right. And I know that that is where I'm headed. So this is again, the part of the work that if it's new to you, spend some time in it, get comfortable. Cause I can tell you that's where you're headed, but you need to start feeling that. And you know that what you put your focus on expands. It's exactly like if you're driving and you're like, what was that? Like you were taught in driving school, your car will go where your eyes go. It's exactly the same. Your car will go where your eyes go, where your mind goes, where you project. I'm always late. I'm always lazy. I always give up on myself. I'm alone. I don't have anyone to support me. I don't blame you for feeling these ways if you felt it, but I also encourage you to change it, to incrementally start asking yourself, And this is the next part of this, is you start asking yourself, what did she do or what would she do here? So say what a big thing is you feel unsupported, you feel alone. What would she do here? Get comfy with that. Maybe she would, you know, get help from a counselor or make an effort to really create some new friends or touch base with the old friends that she's distanced herself from. Maybe she'd join the awakening space or she would join a club or a walking group. What would she do to heal that feeling alone? You know, and that's what I think is what would she do here? And if I'm trying to contemplate anything from hiring my coach to taking a trip, starting my own business or pivoting, or would she offer that service? Would she, there's been group programs I've gone to create. And when I went inside and went, would she do that? It was like, no. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, right. Actually, that's kind of out of alignment. It's kind of not what I really want to be doing. I just think I should or whatever it is. Right. So you can kind of cut to the truth of what you need to be doing by asking yourself, would that version of myself do this? And then the step that actually takes you into the quantum um, leaping is acting on it, is acting on that inspiration from a knowing of that is where you are headed. 
So it's the same as if you had a mentor. Say you were working with me and for some reason, whatever it was about my life, like that's what you wanted. And like no one wants the two same two things. So I don't even expect that. But you know, if my life was what you wanted or my business or exactly what I'm doing, and I said to you, okay, do this, and you were hungry for it and you wanted it, you'd be like, okay, most likely. This is what Talia did. This is what she said to do. I want to go where she's going, so I'm going to do it. And it would have you step into where I am because that's what I did. That's what worked for me. So it's the same thing, except you're going to a future version of you because you are the one that knows the answers for you. I can help you especially like intuition, like I get access to like the guides and the, you know, I can help you and I can tell you all the things, but at the end of the day, you need to know what's right for you. And that's why I say things like, I'm going to share my truth. And if it doesn't resonate, throw it out because not everything I say is going to resonate. Not everything I say is for you, but you know, what's for you. You know that your soul's been calling you for more quiet time or more yoga, or more plant food, or more water, or more stillness, or more healing, or support. Your soul's been calling you for that. So you're the one who knows. And that future version of yourself that's there knows the way, right? Knows the way to get there because she's been where you are. So this is where we do get into where people go like, this is pretty airy-fairy. This is pretty out there. This is pretty energetic. And yeah, because we are in an energetic universe. We are energy, right? Science proves that. This isn't against science. We are created from energy. There's also things like the, I forget what it's called, the particle experiment or whatever, where they saw that when a human observes something, the chemical structure of it changes. You can look it up. They've done where like the chemical structure of an orange or a certain thing changes as soon as there's someone there looking at it because we project onto it what we want to see and what we know in our own energy field and it physically changes. So what this means is not everything is as physical as we think. Not everything is about X, Y, Z. When we can actually tap into a different version of ourself and pull from her success what she knows, you access, it's basically your highest self. It's like intuition in a person. They can guide you because they know what you need. So the biggest thing that I like to do is to first of all, create her get comfy with her. I can see her. She always is wearing yoga pants and like a clean white t-shirt. She's got this necklace on. She's got basically earrings like this. Her hair's up in like a messy bun. That is my highest self. It sounds hilarious because other people, it might be like the business suit or the power dress or whatever. For me, this is my dream life. This is why almost all the time I'm wearing yoga pants under here because that is my dream life. That is me. But she's also very calm She's also very patient and loving and can see the source in everybody, can see the truth in the situation. So sometimes when I go to get overwhelmed, or even this happened earlier, my husband had something he needed to say to me and he needed to express to me. And instead of reacting, I like went inside and that version of myself would hear him, 
would validate his concerns or say, I get you, I hear you. Let's do this together. Let's, you know, heal this this way, or let's try this. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah. But the small version, the current version of myself kind of wanted to react, kind of wanted to be like, well, what about this? What about that? But I channeled her and she was like, love, like he ha- he's his own person. We can talk about this. Great. Okay. And moved through it beautifully. So that's just a little example, but that's an example of how you can use her to manifest what you want. Because something that I want is a loving relationship where we are obsessed with each other, just like the first date or the first few months. And I want that forever. And so we make a point to stay weirdly giggly for each other and to keep that love alive. So when something's going on, my highest self knows the way to keep the love alive is to keep talking and keep being honest and keep working together and not blame each other and not react, right? So when there's an opportunity to do that, she knows what to do to manifest the relationship that I want in the future. The future version of me is going, you need to listen, you need to communicate to create that. Do you know what I mean? So it truly helps you to create what you want in any way. So how this works is we are now starting to Nick. Oh my gosh. Nick is in the house. Hello, my love yoga pants. Love it. Nick. Everyone here knows who you are. I think pretty much you're amazing. I love you. Okay. So how this works is we start working from an end instead of working from our current circumstance, okay? So whether you've heard this before or you've never heard this, I want you to stay with me. Most people work backwards. They go, I want to manifest X. I am going to try Z and Y to manifest X. Or I'm going to pretend I already have it. I'm going to pretend I already have X, right? I already have money. I already have success. Oh yeah, dream body, totally already have it. Okay, cool, right? And then we repeat the mantras. I have the dream body. I have all the money. But we're still right here. We're still in our current circumstance. And that's all fine. And you can actually manifest that way, especially like if you get good at that and and really like work hard. But for me, I like fun. For me, I like flow. I don't really like to work very hard. I work hard when I'm inspired, like we talked about yesterday with inspired action. That's when I'm writing my book and I don't care what time it is. You can't take me away. That is much different than like, okay, to write the book, I have to do 7.25 hours per week for this much time. And it's got to be done by this day. And to me, I go like, oh, it sounds like so much work. Just let the book out, let it come, right? So most people go, I want to manifest this. So therefore I have to do this and this and this, and I have to repeat these mantras and this is how it's going to go. Cause people will tell them right to manifest, you got to do this and this. So it's all fine. And again, you can manifest that way, but it's not very much fun. So what I'm going to teach you is a much more fun way. So quantum manifesting, we work from an end result. We work from the future version of ourself. So I want X, right? Same thing. We start with, I want money or whatever it is. I want overflowing abundance. The version of myself that has overflowing abundance, that has cracked the code, that has stepped into it, right? Right away, we're going to the end result, not diddling around in the house, not diddling around in in between. We're going there. 
she or he or them or they, you feel this way. That version of ourself feels this. She does X, Y, Z to be in this place. So for me, say I'm going for my business success. She feels proud of herself and in service and in gratitude and in awe of what she's created. What she does to stay there and be there is she gets mentored. She meditates regularly. She does yoga and breath work. She connects to herself. She connects to her source. She's constantly inspired by teachers and helpers and co-creators on the path. She thinks things like, she thinks things like, my success is inevitable. I am powerful. Look what I've done. I have overcome so much. She believes in herself. She believes in the universe. She believes in her guides. She believes in unlimited possibility because she's there. She's done it. She's already created it. So do you see how those are two completely different starting points? One starting point is like, I'm here. I got to create this. It's like a mountain to climb. It's actually the perfect example. You can probably see the little wheels in my head. It's a perfect example of a mountain to climb. If you sit at the bottom going, oh, that is a huge mountain. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm capable. I don't know if I'm strong enough. I don't know if there's enough snacks. (laughs) Maybe that's just me on a hike. (laughs) Or I don't know how I'm going to do it. Versus, okay, me, that version of myself that is up on top of that mountain. What is she saying? Just start. You've got this one step at a time. But how did she do it? She one stepped at a time it. (laughs) She did it one step at a time. She believed she could. She kept going. She refueled and kept going, right? That version of yourself that's already doing it is going like, of course you've got this. I'm here. Come on, keep going. You know, get support, get help one step at a time. Enjoy your enjoy yourself. Know that you can do it. So these are two completely different ways of going at the same goal. One starting point is out of I'm not there yet and I got to get there. And one starting point is possibility, success and already have manifested it. Right? So before it's, I'm not there yet and I got to get there. Whereas this time it's, I'm doing it. Of course I'm doing it. My success is inevitable because I'm already there. So this is where, like I said, the work is the beginning portion of uncovering that version of yourself, of tapping in and finding her or him. Thank you, Nick. Love you. It's doing that. It's really getting acquainted with who that version of yourself is. And then from that point, you start moving into them. You start asking them or you start get like, what would they do? Right? What, what is the step that they would take in my position? What do I know I need to do? What are they telling me to do? This is, you know, the answers, you truly know the answers, especially when you start thinking of it from this way, when you think of it, like, what am I going to do to manifest 10 grand? That's not going to get you solutions. But who is the version of myself that figured it out, that saw the way to get this like 10 grand for surgery or for my house or for something I need now? Like there's a way. So when we tap into that version of ourselves, we start uncovering these creative solutions. So the next thing I want to talk about is letting the law of attraction do its thing. 
So when you work from the end result, you attract end result in that moment. When you take five minutes to get still and embody, even two minutes, embody that future version of yourself and you start getting a feel for their energy and you're like, ah, yeah, okay, I'm here. The law of attraction is working off you right now without you doing anything, meaning you're not like pitching and selling and getting out there and on the treadmill. You're literally just embodying. You're just being there in the energy. You're seeing that version of yourself. The law of attraction is working off of you in that very moment and you are attracting end result energy. Whereas when you work from your current reality and go like, okay, I got to get there. Like, how do I get five grand? which is like, I don't have it. I need it. So in that point, law of attraction is working off. I don't have it and I need it, which is just going to bring you more of, I don't have it and I need it. Right? So when you feel confused and overwhelmed and limited, you are in your current circumstances. I want that to really hit home. If you're feeling confused, overwhelmed, or limited, you are living in your current circumstances, not from the future possibility. So again, I know this is deep. I know for most people, they're like, I don't even get like, this is weird. But I know for you, there's a part of you that goes like, whoa, yes. Even if you've heard me talk about this before, even if this isn't new to you, you're still here for a reason. You're listening to this for a reason going, yeah, that sounds so much more powerful. And I did this when I was healing from my eating disorder without even realizing. I didn't know about quantum manifestation. I didn't realize how obsessed I was with the quantum and later what would happen. But I asked myself, when I decided to truly heal, and at this point, I've shared with some of you before, at this point, I had been lost in addiction. There was pills, there was drugs, there was alcohol to numb myself. And my eating disorder had turned into bulimia. It had spiraled for me that was where it went. It was so bad and it was secrets and it was lies and no one knew. And I was living in this hell. And after a year and a half of counseling and it wasn't working and I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere, I was just lying to my counselor at that point about what I'd eaten and what I was doing. I decided I needed to heal. I decided I couldn't do this anymore. I wasn't creating success. I wasn't creating friendships. I wasn't creating abundance. I wasn't creating health or a healthy body or healing. So I decided that. And one day I saw that version of myself. I was like, what is she doing? It was like it came to me or I could all of a sudden see who I wanted to be, not from like, this is the body I want, but like the whole self. And she told me, I heard eating more plants, gentle exercise, because at that point I've been exercising obsessively twice a day, the hardest of hard. I was the person doing all the jumping jacks, all the burpees. And I heard gentle yoga, plants, water, but most importantly, self-love. And it was a moment where I just was like, yeah, my answer isn't keto and low carb and blah, 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 because that's all still just about the body. And it's not just about the body. It's about treating myself with love, treating myself with kindness, healing on a deep level. That's what my future version was doing. And now here I am healed from an eating disorder. And I was even talking to someone the other day about that and how I truly believe that I am healed. And I was told you never heal from a mental disorder like that. It will be in you your entire life. You will never be completely healed. I was told that straight up. And I even said like, what? 
like reiterate that again, you will never be healed. And here I am completely healed from an eating disorder. I'm not saying I'm issue free or I've got everything figured out or everything is perfect. Far from it. But I have learned how to intentionally create, how to create the things I want, how to create the states of being. And it's from a place of knowing, knowing there's a solution, knowing there's a possibility, knowing there's a version of myself, that version of myself that I am creating. Like I, I am so, I need to create it. I am creating it. That is the, that is the outcome for me. I know it. She knows a lot about what I need to do because she is me. So I knew my path was plants and gentle exercise and self-love. I didn't know how, but it ended up being exactly what it was because now here I am. And when I look back at myself eight, nine years ago, if I had her next to me, I would say, eat more plants, like stop restricting, stop dieting, stop drinking, just because those were the things that were harming me. That's not the case for everyone. People can, you know, probably peacefully do a diet or have alcohol or whatever. That's not the same for everyone, but it was for me. I knew that's that's what I needed to do. And I was desperate enough. I wanted the change enough that I was finally willing to do it. So that's another piece. And we're almost done here. I'm going to wrap up pretty soon. That's the other piece is you have to be in your soul ready. And if you're not ready, that's okay. I love you. I'm here for you. And you're still going to get a lot out of this. But if you're not ready, you'll find yourself slipping back into like, but now what do I do? I need to control more. I need to do more steps. And you'll overlook the powerful work of the quantum, the powerful work of that version of yourself, because you're not quite ready to accept that you are headed to good places. You are headed to growth, to miracles, to success, to abundance. And if you don't get that yet that's okay. And you will at some point. I just would rather it be now than later. I'd rather it be now than on your deathbed or when somebody passes away or you get a crazy health diagnosis or something happens in your life where you hit rock bottom and you realize that you have the potential to turn it all around. And it doesn't have to be a lot of work. It's a reframing in your mind. And so I'm going to really encourage you after we get off this live, after you are done listening to the replay or wherever you're at in your life, to really consider this as a new path that you're willing to try. Give it even just a little bit of time, but some consistency. Continue visiting. Give it a good week. Give it a good few days. You will notice a difference versus how am I going to do it? So when you embody that version of yourself, the law of attraction is always working. So whether you're sitting here going like, oh, I need more steps or, oh, what am I going to do? Or, ah, I'm not there. Or you're sitting there going, yeah, I can feel that version. She totally is like eating more plants or having more faith in herself or moving her body or telling herself that she's healing every day. She's saying, you are healing. You are healing. Let it go. Release, relax. That is your path to manifestation. I'm going to get into it on Thursday, but being an old soul, it's different manifestation. Being an old soul, you don't really, it's harder to just manifest the money. It's harder to just manifest the job because your soul craves transformation. Your soul craves healing. So I don't want to go any farther because I'm going to give away what we're going to talk about on Thursday, but this is the work your soul is craving you for or is craving 
is this quantum work. It's that higher version. It's doing all the things that are going to get you to that next level, including loving yourself and resting more and being kind to yourself, surrounding yourself with positive people, supportive people, inspiring people, being part of a community, having rituals that you access daily, having a meditation room that you go to, having nature walks that you participate in with yourself. That is what your future version of yourself is calling you to do. There's no one trick pony for you because you're here for big things. You're here for big transformative things. So let the law of attraction do its thing. Embody, embody. So I'm going to give you a few um, uh, expert tips is what I'm calling them just about this. So remember that doing this takes practice, practice being that version of yourself, like anything else, like learning to use chopsticks or learning to drive a standard or learning a language. It takes practice. It comes quickly and the results come quickly, which is really motivating because then you like just do it more and more. But in that very beginning stage, give yourself the time, give yourself a few days, give yourself visiting this a few times a day for a few days to kind of get into it. Really embody her. When I started doing this work, I actually wrote out what she was. I was like, okay, she's wearing yoga pants and she wears this and she, you know, I don't know. I don't even remember what that, what it was at the time, but she's light and easy, right? Her energy is contagious. She helps people. She's generous. She believes in herself. She's in faith. She does yoga. She has mental, emotional support. She exercises. She's mostly vegan with some clean meat. Like I would go through who this version was of myself and really pinpoint and get comfy. So remember, it takes practice. Practicing that version of yourself, fine-tuning the details, seeing more of her, learning more about her, getting into it, right? And then the last expert tip is to get out of your head and into your body. So instead of just being in the head again of what do I do and what do I do? And you're going to get off this and some of you are going to go, yeah, but what do I do? (laughs) You will, because that's the way we're programmed. But I'm telling you what you do is get into your body, embody that version, that her, that him, embody that version, feel as if you are them practice. And one thing with this is use cues. This is an expert tip and I give this to my clients and I talk about this in the membership. Use cues, such as when you look in the mirror, when you brush your teeth. Mine, one of mine is when I get in my car. I always, always embody her when I get in my car. And I've had clients recently be like, I'm doing the car thing that I heard you talk about. So I get into my car and I get in touch with her and I notice my posture changes And then I ask, what are we going to listen to? Is it silence? Is it music? Is it an audio book? Is it a podcast? Is it me talking to myself? Is it me singing at the top of my lungs? Like, what do you want to do for this car ride? And I embody her. Another great time, as I mentioned, is when you look in the mirror. That is a powerful one. For anyone here that's part of the membership, we're doing some mirror stuff this month. (laughs) So I'm going to just break that in there or give that to you. Um, Embodying her in the mirror. Maybe when you brush your teeth, just use it as a cue, right? It's not, it doesn't have to be mirror work, but just use it as a cue. When you brush your teeth, you are her. And I've heard the response from people as well as myself. When I brush my teeth as her, I spend more time. I'm flossing like a queen. I'm like in there and all about it and doing this and yeah, and like, ooh, good job. I'm like, my self-care amplifies when I'm her. 
Think of taking a bath from a stressed, rushy, I should state, and then taking a bath from a self-care, from an I have nowhere to be, I'm going to enjoy this state. Those are two different baths. (laughs) Two different baths. So be her. Use cues to embody you. When I get in this bath, I am her or him. When I get in my car, I am her or him. I brush my teeth. When I make this meal, when I walk in my front door, I'm going to be her for as long as I can, for as long as I remember, for as long as I consciously can hold on to it. I'm going to be her. That's what I recommend you do. So be the version of yourself that has the money that, you know, for some of you here that is transitioning, that has found the new job, be the version of yourself that trusts yourself And I don't mean all day, every day. I literally mean for as long as you can, for as long as you can hold on to it, for as long as you allow yourself to remember, for as long as you allow yourself. And then when you forget, and then you realize you've forgotten, just get back into it. Do it as much as you can. And from this place, the law of attraction will be constantly bringing you more that matches that vibration. It will be bringing you the ideas, the aha moments, the books, the people, the intuition to guide you to that place of alignment, to guide you into where you're meant to be going to achieve that, to step into that version, because that is where you're headed. You're headed to that future reality, unless you believe that you're not headed there. Because if you believe that you're always going to procrastinate, or you're always going to have anxiety, or you're always going to be stuck, or you're always going to be alone, you are literally stepping into that reality and creating it. And the universe, their hands are tied. They can't do anything when you're very committed to where you're going in that way. You pinch off support. So the last thing we're going to do before I go, and I'm just going to check back to the comments here. Yes. No matter how many times, yeah, hear it in a new way. I love that. Thank you, Nick. So even deeper into timelines, okay? Now this is where I'm going to say, this is where we get nutty. (laughs) So we've just been exploring quantum timelines and quantum manifestation or like quantum realities. But now this is where to me, it gets nutty. And this is what I love. I'm all about the nuts. That does not sound great, but (laughs) all about the nuts, like almonds, peanuts. Let's just leave it at that. Um, So as you (laughs) create... Uh, at least once every podcast or live, I got to crack myself up because humor is such an important part of my life and a part of all, a part of all of this. You can't take yourself too seriously. Source has a great sense of humor. Your guides have a great sense of humor. Okay. So as you create this quantum version of yourself in your mind's eye and you start getting comfortable, right? We're building on this. You're starting to extract who they are. Some people even give them a name. I don't think Sarah's here today, but I remember one time I was in a training with her and she called that version of herself sacred Sarah. And what she was creating was the version of herself who meditates and cares for herself and gives herself that time. That was sacred Sarah. So she would start embodying that version, right? So give her a name if you want, or give him a name, bring, bring them to life. And once you do that, okay. This has only ever been talked about in like a paid client container in a group program um, because it's, it's, it's high level. <laughs> it's secret stuff. Ask them questions. Create a relationship in your mind's eye. Find that version of yourself. Pretend you're standing next to them. 
So if you're a visual person, see yourself standing across from them. If you're not visual, sense them, pick up on them, make up what they would be like. Whatever it is, hear them, sense them, smell them that you're standing next to them. And then ask, what did you do when you were here to get unstuck? What's the right choice to make here? What advice do you have for me right now? What is my next step? And see what comes forward. So now we not only create them and pick up on what they did to get there, we straight up ask them questions. What do I do here? What did you do when you were stuck to get to where you are? So do this in a meditation or do this in a visualization or do this in a quiet moment. And the more you do it, you will get more and more comfortable. So if you, if anyone who can, if you close your eyes right now and pull up that future version of self as best you can, if this is new to you, you might not quite have them, or maybe you do and ask them, what is my next step? And sit and wait. It may be instant. You may get something flash. You might hear. You might sense. Know that that version of yourself lives for this. To help you. To ensure that you get there. So bring this into your meditation practice. If you're not sure how to meditate or you're looking for a new technique, practice that. I recommend taking two, three, five deep breaths, slowing your energy down, pulling up that version of yourself, see yourself next to them. So you're literally pulling yourself from a different timeline, a future version. I like to do about five years down the road, but whatever you want, it doesn't even have to have a time. It can just be the version of me who has healed the pain, who has manifested the success, who has the soulmate, who has the self-love continuously ask them questions, consult them, have them start to become your guru, your plan maker, your mapper outer, your GPS. What way do I go here? Help. So I did this a few years ago when I was um, asked to do a talk and it was a talk on intuitive eating and I was still kind of teaching that but I didn't, I was, I started getting nervous about what I was going to talk about. And usually like I can create content for days. This is like an eighth of what I actually wanted to get into today, but I just recognize it can't be nine hours long. So I was starting to feel like I didn't know what to talk about. And I went to the future version of myself that was done giving the talk that was like glowing and like, oh my goodness, I just helped so many people and people were asking questions and I was connecting and people came up to me and talked to me afterwards and asked for my card and asked how to work with me and said how much it helped them. And I went to that version. It was glowing and I was like, okay, what are we going to talk about? What should be the key points? I get like half an hour. What's the most important thing I could share? And she told me. She was like, you have to talk about your process, the seven pillars of intuitive eating. And I was like, oh yeah. Like I thought I was just going to talk a bunch, but she reminded me, no, talk about your seven pillars. That's what, that's what they need to know. The whole half an hour can be your seven pillars. It's going to be amazing. Get there, get present to how much it changed your life and the healing you've gone through. 
oh, okay. And I did the talk and it was so amazing. And I had so many people come to me after. I stayed two hours after talking to people and sharing and hearing and passing on my information. It was amazing. And I know that if I would have just kept on trying to force it forward, I maybe probably wouldn't have created such a good talk. Totally forgot that I already had this outline to what to talk about. It was beautiful. So that was just one way that I used this timeline technique to pull forward exactly what I needed. So that is what we have for you today. Quantum manifestation. Linking up with the version of yourself that is already there, that already is living that life, has manifested that. Use this timeline technique. Start getting really comfy with them. Ask them questions. Be involved. Write it down in a journal. Like, what do I need to do today? That version of myself and see what comes forward. Allow yourself to be led. Marcy, I'm so glad. Awesome. So that, my love, is what I can offer today on the quantum. So if this resonated with you, you gotta check out day three, which is on Thursday. And we're talking all about four secrets for old souls. And we're going to take this, um, I would say deeper, but it's just like to a different level. Manifesting for old souls. Your soul is craving something different than a lot of people. Your soul is calling for different things. So if you've been focused on manifesting more money, manifesting the career, manifesting the love, and it's not coming and you're feeling stuck and it's like, no matter what I do, no matter how much of this stuff I do, I feel blocked on a higher level like my soul is calling me or like the universe is trying to like redirect me or something, this is for you. If you're craving more support, I'm going to give you the link to the awakening space, which is all about rituals and support to really take this into your everyday life. We talk so much about embodying her. We have things like manifesting dance parties and morning gratitude rituals and all these different things where first I'm getting you to embody her before you go into the ritual, right from her perspective, go through these processes, right? So the awakening space, as I said, is a library of rituals that is always being added to all different ways that you can bring source into your life. You can bring space into your life, right? So we've got the dance parties, we've got the meditations, activations for soul's purpose, for gratitude, for the six pillars of thriving, morning routines, evening routines, routines for hard days, connecting to the wisdom of the universe. These are just some of the rituals we have in the membership space. So first and foremost, it is a it is a ritual resource space. And in addition to that, we have a social community that is off Facebook. It's a completely different space that is just for us. It's a place to connect very much like a Facebook group, post pictures, be there rooting each other on. We have that, those spiritual running buddies. In addition to that, we have monthly trainings and each month we go through a different pillar of thriving. So we talk about things like intuition, soul's purpose, manifestation, sacred self-care, busting through blocks. We're talking about that this month. It's all about resistance and blocks. And so 
you get trainings. There's guest speakers. Nick is one of them. I don't know if he's still here, but he's coming in uh, in July, I believe. So he's going to be in the membership speaking. We have lots of beautiful guest speakers most month, bonus workshops, manifesting moon circles, basically everything you could need. So whether you need a library of rituals, somewhere to go to just press play, be like, I just need to meditate. I don't know what to do. Let's go through. Okay. Yeah. I'm having a hard day. Meditation for hard days. That sounds amazing or soul's purpose ritual. That sounds amazing. Just, I got you go there, press play, share with us in the space, how it feels, what you're going through. We're here for you. It's such an incredible community. And I know Marcy, you're a part of it. And so I noticed that we've been going through a lot of the same things all in one week. We all were dealing with loss, people losing humans, family members in their life, animals transitioning, including myself, lots of stuff going on where we were all able to support each other because it was like, we were all going through it together. So we've got that guest speakers, bonus workshops, basically I've got your back. And with these VIP levels, there's now options to have calls together. And I've started doing calls once a month with people, even up to three times a month, if that's what you need different options. I can be sending you voice memos and checking in all the time. We have our calls. We're doing energy clearing, intuitive work, getting you connected with your spirit guides, with your purpose, a personal plan, personal support. It's all available through the awakening space. I know that it's going to serve you in whatever you need right now. If you feel called by this work, by my take on things, by this way of opening up to the space within, accessing your highest self, your rituals, what works for you, and then getting that support on top of it has been so exciting. I've been noticing such a difference in the people that have been getting the one-on-one support, going for I have an option called the accelerator option, where we have a call every month, but then I'm also in contact and slightly obsessed with you through voice memos all throughout the month, email access, voice memos. You can write me, let me know what's going on. I'm checking in with the things we talked about, with the things that your spirit guides are suggesting you do. I'm checking in with you. I'm asking you what tends to get in your way and how can I support you through that? So that now not only is there no excuse, but you have the support. You're finally going to do it because you have the support, you have the systems, you have the structures, you have the rituals. So Marcy's saying having access to these rituals, meditations, and practices has added so much more to my life in ways I never knew I wanted and needed. The membership is amazing. Yeah. Yes, Nick. And you are coming in. Nick Demas is going to be so good. I will pop the link here in the comments. If you made it to the end of this, if you made it here, you are doing it. The evidence are all around you. Your success is inevitable. I love you. I got you. I'm here for you and I'll see you soon.